Why not? Hello, welcome back to our Muscle and the Hustle podcast. We're just jumping straight in on this Friday morning. Is that what it is? Friday morning. Friday yeah. morning. Good man. I remembered. Friday morning, jumping straight in. Tony, what's happening? How was your week? My week's been great, mate. I can't complain at all. Everything's been going in the right direction. Happy out. I'm just, uh, as I was saying to you before there, literally you just turn around and go, just hit the play button, we'll just get the crack because we haven't caught up at all. I actually find that it's far more genuine than whenever you just get the crack. So no way, uh, not too mad. Hit the hit the 100K, which was a big, big landmark for little Tony. Seen that. Uh, my one's fucking pure wholesome vibe so it was like I was on 99.1 or something and they got me balloons and all to celebrate the 100k so like I wasn't like expecting anything so it was really nice uh, it was like a nice touch that they'd done it before because it was like oh, they'll maybe get me a, a cake or something small or like a wee fucking something for a laugh yeah but then, I, but then they actually like I was upstairs fucking about making something and then they were like come down here for a second uh Dad wants to know about dinner, and I was like, right then, I'll be down now. Fuck sick. So I came down, and it was all there. And it was, it was just like a real nice touch because I was like, I don't even know if they'll, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't expecting anything because it's not like to my family, it's not like a, I don't know if they realize how big of a deal it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, me, yeah. anyway, it's, it is a very big deal because for, for me, it's like, if you look at my, like loads of people writing me going, oh, the page is blowing up. It's been so quick and all. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. It's been so long. Uh, like I went back for my years because I I have the the initial images of me starting and stuff like so for example like after a year posting or after my first year on Instagram I had eight hundred second year eighteen hundred third year five thousand seven hundred five thousand six hundred so that's it almost tripled back to back years hit five thousand six hundred tripled again to eighteen point three yeah another year to twenty eight k which was ten k. And then the last three months have went from 28k to 111, which is nuts because it shows you compound effect. But that is five full years on the platform, which is nuts. Yeah, yeah. Was well, wasn't posting every day, but I've been posting twice every second day for three years and every day for a year. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You've you've dealt, you're doing every day now, twice a day. Are you? No, at the minute. I, what, I did do twice a day for a while before the 100, yeah. Like, I picked up the pace because I wanted to do a big push. And I said this year I'd do a big pushing content. And my my goal for the my goal for the end of the year was get back to tripling. So in January, I had 20K. And I said I would love to have 50 or 60 by then. So I'm buzzing. I've smashed that out of the park nice and early. But it's just because I was building. And I goes, Joe, I'm building really well. If I'm doing one really day and it's building, I wonder if I do two a day. Will that escalate things and fuck double down it worked but i don't know if that would work for everyone but uh, it's always the fucking the motto just double down yeah yeah well think that, yeah well if you find you find the the rhythm that was working you found the type of content that was working so smart move is double down and see if that works more funny thing is too like it was a very very subtle as it was like the stuff we were saying with sean's fitness it's like a I was just coming across like I almost need to prove myself in my content with a lot of like technical jargon about torque and angles whereas like I don't need to I need to just deliver what's bite-sized to people and they'll take that in and if anybody questions it then I can bring up the sense whereas I always felt like the sense needed to come first to justify it I think like that was maybe an insecurity or maybe a thing where I felt like I had to justify it but no it was interesting it's very very interesting it's just it's it's popped all of a sudden it's it's slowing down now it it, it did really really gather momentum there and it's just it's just slowed down now in the last day or two thank fuck because i can't cope with no more messages they're absolutely cream crackers yeah it's well, I just, just, my coaching just probably don't even just don't even reply to them you need you need to set up automation now just for your i can't i can't reply to them there's too many i so just set up a form just set up an automated form um, when they text certain boxes, certain things we sent, and then just weed your way through that. I'll note to get that done on my to do list. Yeah, uh, just I uh, remember. I just I just know I know a certain coach. Well, don't even, I can't even remember who it is now. But whoever trained Christian Guzman for his last competition has like an automated thing, um, and it actually like pretty much tells you when you click. We will get back to you. Within, like when you take out a food delivery company, it's like. Do you want to know delivery times? Do you want to know this? Do you want to know that? When yeah, to but no, he he's got like a sheet, like he's hosting a sheet, and when you when you click through what you're looking from him, then when you go to the end, it'll tell you you will be responded by the twelfth of September, twenty twenty. There is seventy five people in line in front of you. X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, 
his is kind of I don't know. It's a, it's a cool sheet. It's it seems like it's it's a it's a thing that people would use. But that's good. No, that's definitely. I seen I seen with it, along with the following a lot of a lot of new haters come. Yeah, well, you you know more than anybody. As much as you take the piss out of me, you'll be the very first person to say, "By fuck, he's put in a put in a fucking shift." Though there was times I supposed to fucking seven or eight times a day on TikTok for fuck's sake. Oh, I yeah, no, no, a hundred percent. It's uh, you you'll always you'll always but you'll always attract fucking you know the thing with people the thing with people forget is the hate spilling traction but the thing with people forget is when you're putting out your content your content is mostly from an aesthetic point of view there's certain exercises that people are using for aesthetics that are pretty much just rehab like fucking you're telling me that video the the exercises that are complete wank and then there's people writing in going i am a pro mma fighter this steering wheel exercise is great i'm like when i was making this piece of content i was thinking about john that's 15 yeah 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 it's going to the gym trying to build his arms i'm not thinking about a fucking ah, it's like when people people look at somebody context. doing landmines people look at people doing landmines and go oh i'm gonna do them but you're saying about it's, there's better buying for your buck there's better buying for your time if you have 10 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, in the yeah. gym but there's boys i see a couple of boys in my fs commenting going these are used by every combat athlete in the world and you're you're like, well, I'm not talking about a fucking combat athlete here. I'm talking about a gym goer who's looking to get big arms. Con- contacts, contacts, because it's a big video where he's chirping in, and then it's one of them. But then that's good too. You want, you want to, you want to leave. Oh, like, great! Where in the fuck is that? Rinse you all use ball bags. <laughs> but it's also the it's like, it's like when we I think we talked about maybe a while ago when Jake Paul came out with that big statement about Conor McGregor. He threw in a few things that weren't facts because that's what got people replying. And then people jumped so in and goes, oh, you- no, you're wrong. You're wrong here. And he knows he's wrong. And he's like, yeah, but you just keep talking. You keep talking. You keep yes. you keep racking up them comments. <laughs> like, he knows he's not the biggest pay-per-view pull in the world ever. Because he knows Conor is. But by him saying that, already he's triggered half of Conor McGregor's fan base to go, what are you saying, mate? Like, there, there's the stats yeah, there. <laughs> but that's what he you knows. Exactly. That's what you set out to do. You don't, you know, you don't set out to... It's like when people at the end of the, the, the videos go follow me for more content. It's like a call to action. If you give something that's a wee bit maybe that you know is going to trigger people, it's a call to action for you to call them in to give oh, their completely. opinion. But people don't get Here's, that because it, it works too well on them by the time. It triggers them. Yeah. Prime example, Jim Smith, when he called out bodybuilding, like every bodybuilder in the world was breaking these posts and it's beautiful, really well thought out. And the thing is, it makes you, even if your point is valid, like he knows he's wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's doing that to trigger you, but you look wrong because you're coming across from an emotional standpoint. Like you've been, oh, stop picking on blah blah blah, Joe. And then I feel like that is where you build traction. It's like if you ever put in. I've done this before. Where no, don't get me wrong. I don't do it on purpose, but I've spelled things wrong, and then people correct it, and then immediately that triggers. But do you know what I mean? Somebody going, well, I can't even spell, and then simple things like that where. Yeah, even like I will rile people up in the comments not because I want more hate, but because I want more views, I want more engagement, I want more comments. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of them things where, as you said, it's a very interesting dynamic that that's the way society's built now. It's it's not always the person who's right; it's the person who's drawn the attention. Uh, it's attention. Is very, very, attention is the currency. The first thing I wanted to address as well on the podcast is, do you know what's changed in my life since I had 100,000 followers? Nothing. Fuck all. Exactly. Not a thing. Not if a anything, thing. it was such an anti-climax. It's like a sex life, but it's like me. Did you think, did you, Joe. what are you, are you, are you scraping something there? Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm spinning a cup. I didn't know it was making noise. <laughs> um, did you think, did you think when you had 100k, it was going to be like, fucking Gucci, Jim Shark, <laughs> everybody's going to go, I hey, thought, Tony, Tony, we were waiting. We were waiting, man. I thought when I got up in the morning, I got outside my, I thought my cup of coffee would be made. I thought <laughs> there'd be a red carpet from my house out to the Raptor. Yeah. I thought there would be more thing. Now, I am going to be honest. I do get recognized a lot more, even like just out about people tend to come over more now, which is very weird within a week, like in terms of like, I was walking the street the other day and somebody came over and was like, oh, I've seen your videos the other day. They're hilarious. And I was like, fuck that. I think it's more so the fact that they actually feel like I have a decent following. They can do that. No, I don't know. But I'd say I'd say you'd be surprised the amount of people went before. You no, know, you haven't been home for any length of period of time in the last while. You know that people, yeah, very, you know, very interesting. You know, you could be, you could be that before, just, you know, say when you first went to Spain, what were you sitting at? 50K? 30k about, on instagram yeah about 23 24 so 23k yeah. right the, 
them people might have still been coming up to you. You know what I mean? It's just because you've been away that long and and some of your some yeah, of your some of your time. some of your pictures have some of your videos have blew up more so. Um, yeah, I found it mad when I was in Marbella and people were coming up to me saying, oh, I've seen the monster video, it was great now. I'm but like, also people might think that, you're more approachable now. Because you're yeah, showing a wee bit of humour. You yeah, know what I mean? I suppose, uh, yeah, I probably don't come across just as serious anymore. I, I, I think I was very relaxed and then I got very serious and I'm back to just sort of me in the middle ground. Uh, speaking of the raffle there, if anybody would like to bat, please throw me a message. They're rad, doing all the raffle there, sure kid. Remember you used to love the raffles and the fucking competitions and all I'd be fucking keen to do a raffle rather than sell it for uh, I, I want it needs to be the right price I would say if somebody offers me in round they're up and got like so I bought it for in round 50 grand it's been a year uh, so I reckon if I could get somewhere around the 43 44 mark I'd be ecstatic yeah many miles on it I thought 7,000 it's brand new you're a big Fucker, you're a big heavy hole lying on the brown of an imprint in that driver's seat. The only thing that there is is there's probably a smell of whey in the car, and that just gets vacuumed out. Whey protein? Because all I do is just shakes in my car, or fucking that's all I did the first fucking when we're home. But it's it, to be honest, it's sat outside my house fucking majority of the year, sure. I'm not home, yeah. So that's the reason why I want rid of it. I, I just feel like, and I think this is a very interesting point because I said this to Mickey Fox, shout out to him if he's listening, uh, listens every week. Now I need to stop scraping this fucking coaster. I'm doing that constantly now. I need to move that coaster out of my way because I keep dragging it. Uh, uh, practically, was saying to him the other day about selling it, and he's like, oh, fuck, that's a bit of a mad one. But I actually think the only reason I would keep this yoke at the minute is one, obviously, because Joe, if I don't get off with the right money, I'm not going to sell it to take a massive hit. But two, I think I would keep it right now from an egotistical standpoint. Like, I'm not home long, long enough that that car makes sense anymore. It's on higher, fi- it's on finance. So, it's on 360 a month for something, right? It was a 10 grand deposit and there's 20 grand off at the end of three years. And for anybody that turned around and goes, oh my God, he's broke. He's got stuff in finance. If you actually know how to make money with yeah, money, finance makes sense. It doesn't make sense. sense to put 50 grand in a devalued asset. If I put 10 grand deposit in and use the other 40 grand to buy two houses, it pays for the car itself. Yeah. So it's just yeah. no brainer. That's what I've done initially. But anyway, uh, the only reason I think this very interesting is like, should I sell this? And then do you know what starts to come in your mind? Even with me, does people think you're oh, you're you're, you're bingo. Yes. doing less? Bingo, you're, bingo, 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 yeah. bingo. Yes, exactly. Oh, is he doing worse for himself? Oh, he stole the Raptor. He must be doing bad. That must be going to his head. Maybe he's getting a fucking Ferrari. Maybe he's doing it. And the funny thing is, if I was, I actually was like to my ones. Fuck! I wonder could I just take a land of one of your cars? And they were like, "You probably have to take the Fiat Panda." And I was like, "Fuck! I'll be quality then. I wouldn't even have a car. I'd just take a land of yours from home." And then the first thing that people were like, "Want somebody said to me that I mentioned is, fuck me! You can't be spinning about the Fiat Panda." I was like, "Why the fuck not? It's got wheels and an engine. Like, who gives a fuck?" Yeah. Uh, I was like, the only reason that I would hold on to this car now, if I am traveling constantly, is ego to to make sure that. Yeah. I think. And I find that very interesting because. There is that temptation. Like at the minute, I am keeping it until it's sold for the right price, or I really do need to get rid of it. I'm going to try and sell it for the right money. But uh, so if somebody wants to make me an offer, please do. Yeah, that, that is that is funny what you say about the when you like upgrade down or downgrade whatever. Um, 100. percent People do because like I I I had thought about that when I'm changing this car. I'm like, do I want to get another? Do I want to get another Merc or another BM or a Range or whatever, or do I just want another normal car? Like if for the miles you be doing, like, like Joe, yeah. I'm thinking like Joe for the for how often I'm home, how many miles I do. Yeah, I'm just buying cars and they're devaluing. Well, so even for you, see the miles you're doing. Yeah, things, I'm. You can I'm actually use a gig car. Yeah, I'm just literally buying a car to rack up miles on it. No, see that's why you need an onion box. Uh, yeah. But then it's the it's the thing people go oh fuck man he used to do well up boy man he used to have a nice mark man he used to have a nice BM man he used to have a nice Audi and you're like it's uh it's it is it did cross my mind now but I don't know I don't know um it's very tough because as much as uh, not that we care what other people think but it's it's also I like I like certain things in the car you know I like certain gadgets I like cert I like a good cockpit. It just so happens a lot of them come with nicer, nicer cars or an electric car, which I would get in a heartbeat. But they're how just much so. Do you think I got it all? Yeah. How much? How much do you think we buy any car? Will give me first. Uh, thirty-four, thirty-five. One second. No, but thirty-eight, thirty-eight, thirty-eight. If I get it right, I get the car. 
just to enter now. Uh, we buy any car is giving me a total of thirty-eight thousand at the minute. Is that, is that right? Thirty-seven and a half. Oh, fuck. 30, thirty-seven point three. I've rounded oh. it up slightly for you. Oh, if I put thirty-eight in the dot, I'd have took the key straight off you. Yeah. Well, normally, normally they do. They 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 go under about six or seven grand. Um, and because yeah. that's their money. Uh, did you put your email address into that? Yeah, I'm going to get plagued. Oh, you're going to get fucking destroyed. Now you're going to have phone calls. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've got a fake email for all this. Oh, dear. I have right. a fake email for when. Yeah, I always have. Uh, so my email is TonyMcLeavyFitness at gmail.com. I have TonyMcLeavyTest at gmail.com. Oh, all right. I, I always just stick in my friends' emails. Trying our website here. I'm wondering what it. Uh, car wire. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Your car, why fuck that? Yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested if anybody wants to sell it for me and take profit on selling it. I'd be game for that as well because I can't be arsed fucking selling it either. So that would be beautiful. So if somebody actually wants to make a couple of uh, pound, let yeah. me know. So uh, is, I understand. Is, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get offered probably in around like thirty eight forty by dealers, you know, rightly because they obviously need to make a turn on it and they're up on Gumtree for about forty five ish. Yeah. So I understand that they need, they need to make a turn. So obviously you're not gonna buy a car for forty five and sell for forty five. So I understand that. But if I can cut out the, the middleman, that would be absolutely delightful. So if somebody wants if you to cut if you maybe spoke to the dealer, there might be someone who's come in, you know, looking one but doesn't want a brand new, but doesn't want it, you know. With thirty thousand miles on it, either dealer needs to really like you though. Then do you know what I mean? Like you would have to be scratching their back. Well, uh, dealers at the minute will will fucking do anything. Like they'll sell the short of their back. Well, at the moment, don't I? No, never know. Uh, well, we'll see how things go. Anyway, if anybody wants to shout, I'm relying on you, so don't let me down. And I'll also, if you are planning for coaching, you can slide up the waiting list because that's a beauty. Yeah, if you want coaching, hit me up. I'll sort you. By, by a raptor. Do you want a fast track? You want a fast track ticket to Tony's coaching? Forty grand. I will sell you a ticket for ten pound, and that gets you up the queue. <laughs> that gets you to the oh God, my... to the to the second queue, the VIP queue, which is still long. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look at uh, launching an app and all now. So I think it's very interesting how quickly your business dynamic can change with that. But uh, to be honest, my money's not changed at all since the following either. I've had a couple of people write to me about different bits and pieces. So I'm getting offered more clothes, more food. I also got offered a article in the Belfast Live, I think, uh, this week. So I'm, I need to fill in that, which is interesting. Yeah. Belfast Live is a bit hit and miss, like. Biggest calves. Biggest calves is what they actually contacted me about. No, Biggest they didn't. Calves they in Northern fucking Ireland. did not. I can tell you that. Well, that they probably is. You know That probably is something for building calf fossils. They contact me. So they have my number already. We're looking, we're looking somebody to do a special on calves. And I was like, you've came to the right place. You've came to the wrong man. I'll tell you what not to do to build good calves, and then you can take it from there. Yeah, fuck. We'll we'll have to see anyway. It'll be interesting to fucking see so how that goes. Where uh, where where next? When are you off to Dubai? So I think I'm Greece for ten nights now at the end of next month, and then I'm in Dubai for a month, and then Croatia for a week, and then home, and then back out to Dubai. But I want to spend majority of the rest of the year as close to Dubai as possible. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking anyway. So that's what my mindset is because I want to spend most of the time out there. So even from that perspective, it just makes sense. Uh, but I think before we move on, that's a very interesting topic for anybody that's listening. Ego is the enemy is a good book by Ryan Holiday on all this. So it's just something where it gets you thinking like, am I not going to the gym because I'm afraid of people seeing me? not training properly am i not posting on social media because i don't want people to see me as a, yeah. a failure or a startup and what you'll usually notice with men in particular because i know a lot of our audience is men men usually have issues with ego i know this myself yeah uh, no it's the same reasons we were talking about why most men don't shout up women or go for it because they're actually afraid to get turned down you're 100 you need to ask you need to always ask yourself uh what is the real right decision here and what is the thought process holding me back and if ego is holding you back then you know that it just it just doesn't make sense it's just stupid no ego ego can become a massive issue very fast 
Um, it can yeah, also, it can. It's, you know, if it's not dressed, it, and it's not just for people like, oh, fuck. It's just ego, as in, like, with you. It's like, do you know, whenever you, you, you say, ah, well, I'll just do it, and you're not the right person for the job, or you need help. It's one of the things where you just need to really wind back. It's a very interesting topic because I don't think ego is talked about enough in representative of how everybody has it rather like oh he's got a big ego he's like conor mcgregor that's not the ego i'm talking about i'm talking about the ego that you have of how you see yourself or how you yeah. want people to be seeing you rather than that like big macho sort of thing that's not what it's about yeah well ego everybody's got some sort of an ego 100 like, no, it's like if, if, if you're if, it's like whenever i signed on this the dole whenever i was out of uni like i didn't fucking post about it yeah yeah joe uh a lot of people maybe don't know that I signed on the door for like three, four months because they could back. They could also backdate it to when I finished uni. So that was a beautiful idea. So anybody that's listening, if you finish uni and you haven't had a job for a couple of months, you go traveling. You can always backdate the door. So I got like a good whack off that. Uh, always thinking ahead, Mickey. You know me. Uh, I think they gave me like a thousand or something pound. It was fucking beautiful. Jesus uh, but it was one of, one of them things where it does like Joe. The ego does hold you back in, in many regards, and it's just interesting to ask yourself where could this possibly be holding me back? Yeah, well, it's I've, you find that a lot, especially especially in people that get a bit of success, relative success at a young age, say from sports or from whatever. You know, their ego kind of holds them back. From you always find it maybe a year or two after after the the, the initial thing and then they kind of level themselves out when they realize takes takes people a while to realize and sometimes it's you can't really realize somebody else can't realize for you you have to realize and believe yourself that you know there is a sticking point somewhere and the sticking point normally is you think you're better or you think you deserve more or certain you know certain things i think it's the view yeah it's the view of what people are seeing it's where you where you end up wanting your hierarchy to be so like you don't want people to see you starting at the bottom so you'd rather not be seen at all i feel like that's something that majorly holds a lot of people back oh 100 you see it you see we see it with the hot field every freshers you get the wee lads that come in from winning big minor stuff and boys coming back from the milk cup and other lads who, like have had trials and across in england and soccer and you just we are we fellas that are just like super super popular it normally at the start they're wee wankers and then they realize after maybe four or five months maybe maybe the first even first year that it doesn't you know they just change and then they become the nicest people ever because it's just yeah, no, it's no. just it's like a growing phase it's like a major growing phase there's so much else in their life growing at the same time that it takes them a while to kind of realize fuck you know geez i've been a bit of a dick this last while you know, you're, yeah, you're it's, living it's off, you know, you it? just can't, because you see it, like, people just, certain people just can't let go of, like, past good things and past con conquests, they just have to keep reliving it and making sure other people have to remember what they did instead of going, fuck, I was 16 then or 17 then, I'm now 19, you know, it's time to move on. Yeah. But no, that's a good one. Ego, yeah, ego is a, ego is a definitely a strange Interesting thing. topic. 100%. We've got a few questions, don't I? Go ahead, sir. Um, we'll go with... So we've got a question I mean, about changing... creatine. Fuck me. Creatine, no. we got a question in about changing your environments. As in positive... I put a post on that yesterday. Oh, so oh, maybe yes, maybe, that's why, maybe that's why I came in. Go ahead. It's no, no it's pretty much, pretty much break, taking yourself out of like a negative environments and trying to surround yourself in a more positive environment it's a longer message but I'm not going into the full detail of it but pretty much someone's in a negative environment social life wise uh, relationship wise and they want to take themselves out of that and put themselves in a more positive environment the first thing I would say is definitely, 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 you need to take responsibility for the environment that you're in. Too many people are quick to blame family members, friends. The only reason you're in your environment is because you've chosen to be there. As much as you don't think about it, every decision is coming from that. You know, it, it adds up. So uh, that's the first thing I would address there because people love shifting the blame of the environment to other people. People be like, oh, my family's this, my family's that. You're the one that's still living in the house. You're the one that you decide your perception on it. So it's just as much as I think like, 
I think you can say, I think the best saying is always the environment dictates performance. And this goes with anything. Yeah, you look around okay. my desk right now where I am, because I've set up the office, there's only a mic, a phone, a water, coffee glass, and then my work stuff. There's no random paperwork or shite in it. It's clean. And if you're if you're cluttered with people, you're cluttered with objects, your thinking slur, your decision making slur, your life is going to be cluttered in every area. I think it flows in. And I, I don't care what people say about, oh, well, it's just an office or it's just that. I feel like, even with family members, if they're high anxiety, that flows in you. Like if you ever live, like my my family would be quite high anxiety at times. Yeah. And I notice when I live with them, I'm far more stressed quite a lot of the time. Whereas then whenever I come in, I bring a very calm energy. Whereas when I live in the house, I find I'm a lot more high though. Yeah. No, hundred percent. It's your So it does it does impact you. It does, oh, your, your friend even your friends your friends group normally impacts your behavior. You know, there's there's always that group of girls in school or whatever that's the bitches, you know. You know, there's always that group, and there's always like there's group groups impact each other. It's like surround yourself with successful people. Normally, will breed a bit of success if you're open to it. Well, there's there's that saying of like if if all your friends are if you have four friends and they're all millionaires, you're gonna be the fifth. Like yeah, you, your thought process does elevate because like I I fell out with people before because if they keep talk if people talk really badly about the person for long time periods I usually say to them right can we please move topic because I'm just not game for this anymore and it's not me being rude it's just me being blunt that the conversation is shite so I've done this before with other coaches where they're bad mouthing other coaches and stuff and I've turned around and in the middle of the conversation goes look can, can we just change topic because this is a bit fucking yeah like low this is a bit shit you don't you don't like fair enough if you want to say something about somebody and get an opinion across yeah that's fine and everybody's guilty of that at times but whenever somebody's ranting on about something i'm like right let's cut the chase here this is doing none of us any good it's just venting negative energy we're not even having a laugh and then i'm just like cut it people take that very fucking offensively but then it does change the topic it does, it does get them decided but people don't like that whereas the more and more you fall into like negative chats, negative thought processes, negative environments, you don't actually take responsibility for the reason, the way things are going. Like if you're if you're talking about something you don't like talking about, change it. If you're living with somebody you don't like living with them, change it, Joe. It's down to you. Whereas a lot of people, I think the main issue with the environment thing is they shift the blame to the environment. They don't yeah. take the responsibility that, that you you you're not a fucking plant in a pot. You can literally just move. Like you, you aren't stuck in that pot. You can literally move. It's one of the things where I think a lot of people get caught in that trap of like the victim. Oh, my environment doesn't help me. And like you're not everybody's going to want to see you succeed. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like I well, remember, exactly. People don't want, but people don't want to see. But they're also not gonna people succeed. Most I, most people don't want to see people succeed because then it makes them feel more of a failure. 100%. People want to see you do well, but never better than them. And I yeah. think it also. I think a lot of it also relates down to is that. People don't actually think about you enough to really give a fuck. So it's one well, that, of the things that's, where, yeah, that's the other, that's the other spin of it. Yeah, like prime example, like see where I first started that. My ones were all like, this is fucking seven eight years ago. My ones were all and they'd give me a help in hand, help me meal prep for the first three or four weeks, and then they realised like they were like, right, well, this is a phase that should be done now, and it didn't stop. So then I went back to being by myself. So my environment went from being super supportive to like cold turkey. Yeah. And it went like that for about a year. But if you give people enough reason to support you and help you, then they do. So like my environment at the start, don't get me wrong, my ones are always great. Uh, but my environment at the start was definitely really, really good. It went a bit off for a long time period because, and this is what happens to a lot of people like say, my other half isn't supporting my goals. My family don't support my goals. You need to give them a reason to support your goals. Yeah, you yeah. need to actually show them that you're going to actually commit. So like once I had stuck to training for about a year and a half, and I was kneeling dad, I was weighing everything, I was fucking working flat out. I noticed that like all of a sudden my dad would make lunch for me. Yeah. So he yeah. would have it, he would he would support me and do that. And then I would support him with Joe throwing money into the house, or I would take them away on holidays now. And like if I if I I went up the road the other night, my dad was like, Look here, I bought I know you're you're eating steaks every night. So like I went up the five with got you them because I know that's where you like them from. And then I just gave him the money, but that's 20 minutes saved of driving up there. That adds up. That's where people just start supporting you. And people go, oh, I wish my dad was like that. I wish the only reason they're like that is because you've given them a reason to support you the problem yeah. is people will go i'm gonna start that and they start that and then their other half doesn't support them and they go oh he's not supportive he's not pushing on they shouldn't need to support you to achieve your goals you should be able to achieve them yourself and yeah. then once you achieve them they should be helping you get they should help you push forward because you give them a reason like if you break that every four weeks then why the fuck wouldn't they ask you to go out for a takeaway every weekend you know it's not their goal so the thing is yeah. you have to align that with your vision i think that's a very good way to break that down because 
your environment will actually grow around you better because naturally if you stick to something you're pushing forward you you're more business oriented you're more mindset oriented naturally your environment starts to thin out or change yeah it's it's not just a case of you need to change environment your environment will start to change around you you leave some people behind naturally you'll leave people behind the the more you grow the more you expand naturally you'll just leave people in your dust Um, because some people if you have a growth mindset and you're pushing 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 you'll you'll always have people in your group that are maybe the opposite and they'll just they'll naturally by by human whatever they'll just be left behind it off or well, you don't hang them because like, on the, Saturday night yeah. they're going out yeah Joe you, you, you're you you're getting up early for the gym or you're getting up early like my check-ins used to be every Sunday morning and I yeah. used to get up at 7 and work to 7 and 8 so my Saturday nights went away because I had to get into bed early so I'd watch a movie go to cinema or go to bed and the thing is my friends were not going to do that every weekend yeah so naturally once you stop, stop seeing them as often the divide happens yeah you thin out the herd the herd thins out the hurt things out and you can still be friends with people and not see them as often but it does naturally do that and I think from a standpoint of there's nothing wrong if you feel like you you want to spend that time and go out like I think there's this guilt thing about like oh every needs to be fucking productive and every needs to be ambitious and every needs to be starting a side hustle that's all wank yeah. if you're happy going out and having a few drinks and chilling out the weekend because you work hard all week there's fucking nothing wrong with that. as long as you're happy content whereas I was very much like I would beat myself up for that and I would yeah. actually get a very negative mindset where so I felt like I need the purse whereas yeah. when I purse I get work done I move forward I feel far better so I just do what feels right for me it's not for other people the problem is people and this goes back to the ego people only start leaning into that because they want the ego side of things they want how people perceive them as it oh, it's yeah. one of them things where it adds up massively yeah it comes down to it but it ultimately as you just said it ultimately comes down to happiness all the money in the world is not going to make you happy it might make life easier yeah it might make you know, less worries about certain things but it'll come with other worries but happiness yeah, happiness is key if you if you found a niche in the market that makes you a lot of money but you fucking hate getting up every morning to do it like you despise what you're doing like that's yeah, there's no point, in, that. there's no point in it even if it makes you loads of money what is the point because at the end of the day your end will come at some time and do you want to look back and go fuck I made a lot of money like but Jesus Christ I was never happy like no do you want to be the fucking happiest I, I, guy around and go you know what I'll go out here and look back on my life and go you know what I made a bit but fuck I had some fun and I, I live my life and I didn't let others dictate my life and I didn't get up in the morning and dread dread life I know because I know boys are in brilliant jobs like making fucking fantastic money and they literally they're so numb to the world now that they've had to just numb themselves off because they despise what they do but they make so much money they're just like you know what fuck it I'll just do it I'll just do it And but they've made themselves numb to the world like that even like they still have the crack with the lads when they go out but see during the week when they're in work mode it's just like just get me through to Friday just get me through to Friday get me through to Friday and I see like, that's, I, that's, I, I, that's I, difficult because then that's five or seven days that's two you're living their life on two days less than two days because, because at some yeah, stage on Sunday you have to go right let's get ready for Monday yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're getting a Friday night, you're getting all this Saturday, and you're getting a Sunday morning, so you're getting two days. So it's one of the things where, don't get me wrong, I understand most people need to work that, but it's one of the things where you still need to enjoy the small things there, whether it's a bit of crap with your work ones or whether it's X, Y, or Z. Because if you're working 50, 50 hours a week, it's something you, that just doesn't give you any sort of satisfaction. The thing is, too, you're not always going to love your job. Nobody loves their job. All yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure there's times you hate DJing, same as me with coaching. There's no, always no, going to be I've never, never hated DJing. Do. Yeah, but there's things you will dislike. Oh, I, oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's but what I mean. There's, I, don't, I don't hate coaching. I hate small things that add up over time. Like, I would have used to hate the, the sales or I'd hate, you know, working Friday night or, you know, but that, that's part and partial, whereas people sometimes think they, the grass is greener on one side and then that adds up. Yeah, but the, also, you you would rather a Tuesday off than a Friday night off. Like, oh, fact. See, like, because that, like, it's, it sounds like when you said, you know, about doing this and a Saturday night, doing that, but you like, you would do, you would push your work to a Sunday morning. Well, you used to push work to Sunday morning rather because you wanted, say, to be free on a Monday or Tuesday. You know, so you, you kind of yeah. looked at it and go, you know what? What the fuck's the point in a Saturday night if I'm not going to, like, well, no, 
I'm not going to do much. Monday's probably my quietest day. Yeah, so Monday's probably my quietest day. Yeah. So for me, I I tend to take a Sunday. I try to take a Sunday majority off. I still do content. I still do a little bit, but I take mid. I try and get a good bit of downtime Sunday. And Monday mornings a very light push for me. Like it's a very light work day, but it's beautiful because it, it it's it's a day where I know a lot of people are working, so it gives me a bit of a like a any yeah. work I'm done that day is probably a day where people are taking a fully off prayer. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's just it just depends on where you work your week. Uh, but it's true. Then it's, it's about that we we'll go just go back. Environment to does. Environment dictates a lot, and people should put more, put more, and what is the word value into their environment and go. You know what? And physical, take, like, yeah, take a look at it and go. If you're messy, yeah. yeah. If you're messy, yeah. Like my room, my room's been really messy this last one, just because like I was moving stuff, I was getting rid of clothes, I was getting clothes ready to go to, uh, what do you call it, like a like a charity shop. Um, and it was fucking it was railing me like it was railing me how messy it was like for the last maybe few months I mean, my time's been split between Bangor and Oma pretty much 50-50 and then with July was out on the road with Sunset Bros in different places like my room was messy and it like it it was pissing me off every time I walked into it but it wasn't like it was it was organised messy but still wasn't the way I wanted it to be yeah, and no, that and it that. took it took me just taking half a day la, early last week and just went right here's a crack Met, tied it up fairly well then when I came back from Mykonos it was I, when I walked in the room I was like oh that's okay I can deal with this <laughs> yeah see look I completely get that I'm the, I mean, I'm the exact same it's one of them things where for me I need to be ready for it but it depends on the task I'm doing too. Like I know it sounds odd, but like if I need to think of like content or I need to do something, I need clear space. Whereas if I'm just drilling, 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 I can work for a wee bit of mess. But yeah. if it, it it just depends on where you are in flow. If you're struggling to get into flow, uh, like I'll go to a coffee shop or I'll go here, I'll go here. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's small things like that. But no, interesting question. Hopefully that helps. So it does it does matter, but you're responsible for your environment. So don't shift the blame and uh, change just needed. What? Yeah. What else we got? Let's go. We've got a Mykonos question. Uh, does Mick have any oh, tips for Mykonos? Places to stay, where to go, Mykonos versus Ibiza. Right. Uh, Mykonos versus Ibiza, very different places to start off with. If you want to yeah. go, uh, you can go as mad. You can go very mad in Mykonos as well. Uh, but Ibiza would be it's more... Ibiza. Ibiza's got more clubs, like, just in general. And it's t- 10 times the size. As an island, a beef is a beef is more of a two stepper place off your well, not off your chaw, but do you know what I mean? No, no, there's a lot of that in us too. Like, yeah, there's there's a club, there's think so. Oh, yeah, 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 fuck I, yeah, yeah, big time, mm-hmm. big, big, big time. Um, so where we okay, stay, we stayed, yeah, in, we stayed in Tropicana. Um, it's quite expensive, uh, if you were going to pay for it. Um, so but everything in, in Mykonos is very expensive. Uh, it depends. It depends on on your what sort of hotel you want to stay in. It's it's not a cheap island, and it's not easy to get it's not to. Not a cheap island. Is but I, for my for my stay when I was there, the only thing I would say is location matters a bit, but not as much because the bus system is quite good and you can rent. So the thing is, if yeah, you, get a quad. Yeah, so I wouldn't be too worried about location. I'd be worried about what price you're paying for, what quality you're getting. That would probably be the only consideration because it, the island might look big, but everything is within a decent, like not a big, big spin at all. Yeah, like that's the first thing I know. It's a tiny island. Like it's fucking, it's not the size of trying to find No, like, it's fucking small. Like it's, we said the shithole last time. It's smaller than, I don't know, like it's smaller than, it'd be a bit bigger than, say, the whole island around no. Botanic. You know, if you're going from the no, bottom of the no whole island right are, around Botanic. No matter where you are, you're probably 20, 25 minutes from anything yeah. on a quarter. Yeah, but... Like uh, max. Yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, so I would put a wee bit of... I would look into which part you want to stay in. You want to stay in... Tropicana and Cava Paradiso is the big clubs. And they are all decided where Tropicana Beach is. So if you're going to stay around that area, if that's if that's the two big spots you want to go to. Other side of that, then there's Scorpio. Which is the other big? Which is the if club is getting very famous? It's real cool club, real housey club. Afro beats. That's the other part of it. I think it's Cavos Beach. I'm not sure what it's called. And um, that's the other part. But once again, we landed on Sunday night at nine o'clock. There was a traffic jam. Not even a queue. A traffic jam. I to know get, what it's like because it's, it's like a one way road to get into Scorpio. 
and that was we were told by our driver that it was an hour and a half to even get into the car park of Scorpio nightclub so it's it's a small island with a with a poor enough infrastructure for the amount of people that's starting to go to it and places where to go there's loads of restaurants but once again they they range from normal to massively high end like thousand pound a plate you could be suckered into going to a place that'll end up causing you an absolute bomb if you don't do a wee bit of research like a, yeah, a tiny bit of research it's a very dear place in general though you could we went to a place on tuesday sounds sad but tuesday bah, 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 something and it was absolutely phenomenal and but it was it was quite expensive like it was the lunch was 200 euro a person maybe but then again they did the whole greek thing where it was like 10 starters five main courses for like six people or seven people you had know the way greeks it like it's like communal dining so it was a bit ott in that in that respect but the food was lovely everything was nice drinks can be quite dear you're probably chatting at average 20 euro a cocktail which is which is dear than i be which is dear than i be actually most times in Ibiza for a cocktail in a bar is like 15 euro, 16 euro. We're making us as more 20 euro. But saying that there, there's a lot of young people out partying there. So they're, they're, I never seen the, you know, the, what, what they do. But I'm sure there is like bars and all that would suit, um, say, 18 to 22 year olds as well, 18 to 23 year olds. Because there's definitely, like, there's no way, there's no way the young guys are going to, yeah. I remember being at Fiverr per a glass of orange juice, but we stayed right dead center. And like, as as you stayed in making us tired. Yeah, we. I loved it, and it uh, wasn't really like. Don't get wrong, we stayed in a shithole. Like, no offense to the person who owns it, but like, it was the cheapest on the island. We couldn't afford it, and uh, we like. It just depends. A holiday is always what you make of it, and it's a crack. It's not yeah. just how much you spend. Like, for example, like. I remember we went to Tropicana and I was broke. Mate, I mean, we were broke. We actually snuck in sandwiches that I made because I was like, I'm not paying for food because we're so broke. Oh, you just went to the like, beach, the beach club? Yeah, yeah, we were at the yeah. beach. So, like, yeah. and it's one of the things where people would be like to me, Jesus Christ, that's what it's got. But I'm generally, when I mean we didn't have the money, I was like, we're not going to have enough money to feed for the week. Like, we're buying fucking food out. So, uh, you have to pay. The weird like thing that. about making us too is most of the beaches, you have to pay for them. Yeah, 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 exactly. We you went to all. The, see, we went to the free ones where the buses are cheap. So, like, it's one of the yeah. things where it's completely what you make of it and how much you want to spend. Yeah, so, but you have. To, I think yeah. you have to do a lot of research going to going to Mykonos. You have to do a lot of research because when you get there, it's just not as easy. It's not as easy as they be. If it's not got the same infrastructure, it's not got like there's no traffic lights. There's very little. There's fucking there's maybe about hundred meters of tarmac. You know, it's 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 a cool island. It's lovely. The, the the people Greek people are nice but crazy but you do need to really do your do your research beforehand especially on how much spend money you should be taking because it's one of those islands a wee bit like a beef in this terms that if you have a grand you'll spend a grand you if you have two grand ways, yeah. you'll spend two grand um, because you'll always want you always want when you get out there you'll always want to live it to the max and um, the other thing is getting there and getting from Ireland to there is a nightmare there's very little direct flights. You always have to go either Manchester or Gatwick or Athens. The Athens flights are p- pretty much booked up solid. And we went. We're going to Athens and then we're getting the boats. Yeah. You get Athens in the boat. You can go to Santorini and get the boat across. You can go. We flew via Gatwick. Manchester on the way out, Gatwick on the way back. And, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely worth the trip. Um, nice sunsets. Yeah, definitely worth the trip, but uh, yeah, just do a wee bit of research before you go. Um, we got a dating one. The love doctors are back. The dating doctors. Wire in there. This will be the last one, will it? Yeah, yeah. There's another one about tips about making a living from music, but we'll do that next week. Um, any advice for someone getting back into the dating world really for the first time as an adult was steady from aged 15 to 21. Keep up the good work, lads. Arma for Sam. There you go. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> that's okay. You know, day, it coming in honestly, at twenty-one. I would just, fuck it. That'd be a some. He's gonna have some crack. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, first things first. Make sure you look at it. Uh, perception is everything after a breakup. So yeah. 
don't put the one of the main reasons that uh, people feel so shit after a breakup, in my opinion, is because they expect single life to be better, way, way different. Whenever is yeah, whereas it's all perception. So you can even look at it like you've way more downtime for yourself to work on yourself, you have more time for this and that. So yeah. the number one thing is do not just I think the worst thing, and this is me just being personal, is you'll always hear the advice the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. And I actually think that's terrible because yeah. this is how emotions don't regulate properly. You need to be completely happy by yourself. And oh, then I, you can date, and then that means that you're not you're not going to compare that person to the last. If you uh, compare people, it's a nightmare. I can but tell you, like, I can tell you that getting getting over somebody by getting under people does not work. No, it's exactly because that is that sure. is an old tactic of mine. Many's the time it was in, uh, deployed, and it does not work. It doesn't work. It just it is short. It's short term. What's the thing you always say? It's a short term. Short term, short term pain, long term gain. Well, no, it's the opposite of that. <laughs> it's a short term win for long term pain. Short term <laughs> pleasure for long term pain. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's that there. Uh, it does not work, and this you says it's just masking. You're what you know. You're you're trying to mask whatever you're feeling, which is not a good thing either. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, like I, I do reckon in my eyes, I think it's one of these things where you also need to realize you're going to be shit at You haven't been grinding and flirting and all for like five, six years and you probably relationships died off because of that more than likely, especially from a young age. So it's one of the ones where like you need to realize that yes, you need to get back out there and you need to start dating and you do need to just go for it. But don't be stressed if you go on nights that you don't pull or it, you, yeah. you don't pull the person you like or you know, you're know you not pulling as well as you think or you're not dating as nice it's a skill and it's going to take you time to build up your confidence it's going to take you time to build up your game and it's an effort thing like communication in itself like uh, even starting a conversation with a, with a is this, I'm assuming this is a man yeah. even starting a conversation with a female like if I was single now it's completely different at my age compared to 21 compared to 18 like yeah like now like whenever I first started you probably would have been adding on Snapchat and flirting through images now it's probably replying to stories and WhatsApp isn't it uh, I don't know fuck Joe, Joe things it, it changes by individual no I think Snapchat Snapchat's still big probably he's 20 well, it looks like he's 21 so Snapchat's still still a big for the 21 year olds for a bit of flirting like. fuck I don't even have Snapchat anymore like. um, but the uh, thing is the thing is about it is also okay, I can, I can see that time. if you're a good enough looking lad you know, you're from Armagh, so you've, you're starting at a wee bit, wee bit of drawback. Um, there's probably people over the last few years that's kind of always kind of fancied you and stuff, but you always had a missus, right? So, you know, don't just start throwing yourself at every person. You know, make... That's make, 100% you know, true, you know, yeah. People are probably... They're, believe it or not, you know, I don't know, if, I don't know who finished who in this relationship. You might, Your confidence might be a wee bit knocked. But believe it or not, right, there is going to be... I'm not saying there's going to be a line of girls, but there's going to be, there's going to be girls that have been waiting... There's going to be girls that have been always thinking, oh, he's nice, or wish he was single, whatever. So don't just go and start chucking yourself at every yeah. random girl about the place. Yeah. No, take your time you also... and, and, and find your own feet first because before you know it, you might meet someone. You might meet someone that's really nice and you jump into a relationship, but it's the wrong time. You might, you might, you could end yeah. up, you can end up falling into a trap of going straight into a relationship now and it's never going to work because. You've just jumped straight in. You haven't given yourself time to find your feet and find who you really are on your own. Because now is the best, as Tony says. This is your growing phase now. This is where you find out who you really are as a 21-year-old. Yeah, like I think it's actually better that's happened now because even if she done it or you done it, you're a very good age. This, this is where yeah. you're, 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 you're going to figure out who you are. So don't just think it's about going out and date and obviously you have to fulfill that need to some extent but at the same time you're you're going to get you can, this can happen one or two ways it's going to be a slow burner you'll notice that there'll be mountains of them then there'll be nothing then be dry patches then there'll be fucking you couldn't can't stop going at it that's going to be happening constantly where you're on dates flat then you get nothing or it could be vice versa you get fuck all then loads or if I, it, honestly the, the one thing i would say is ease in yeah. and reviews so like if you're not if you want to go on more dates you want to pull and you're using the same fucking tactic every time you go out or every time you're messaging something and it's not working try changing the fucking tactic you don't repeat the same thing over and over again but I would just start by just firstly I know this sounds melty but if you're single and you want to get back on horse download Tinder because the first thing that that's going to do is people that are on that are going to send that in their group chat and go fuck he's single now that will just get the word out oh well there's other ways to get the word out too 
how well, are we go with this? Yeah, and, and well, this. There, you know, it depends. It depends what way you do it. Like I know, I know the one thing that girls would use would be they change their profile picture because normally yeah, at that nah, stage, at six years, that. your profile pictures are probably of the two years, and then it becomes one years, and then straight away that red flags people. People then jump on your grid and go, all the pictures of them are gone. Or all the pictures of her gone. Well, I, I don't. I don't do that. But that's what that's what young ones do do. That is that yeah, is the thing. Yeah. Like it's it's their thing. But makes it look like you've disappeared for fucking six or twelve months. So yeah, yeah. Tinder's I, Tinder I, Tinder's I probably. Don't, a, I, I I don't know. Tinder's just gonna maybe, maybe push you out to. Um, it does make you look like a bit of a creeper, but at the same time, it just gets the word out. And then I reckon just start replying. Not to, don't, don't go on Tinder within the first do. couple of weeks. Like, no, give it time. Give, <laughs> give it time, time because it, you'll, it'll make you look like a complete like balance. Uh, if you jump on like. Like a jump on the like the weekend, you become signal. You jump straight on the tender. Um, exactly. But yeah, just take your take your time, you know. And at the end of the day, you know, it's you're no rush. See, I was talking to somebody recently. They actually they're they're recently single, and they were talking about flirting and all. I was like, look, mate, I'm just being serious. Just take your time. If you're going to be single now for years, probably then you don't need to rush going out and pulling. It's going to be an enjoyable process, but the more you rush, the more you're actually going to probably find there's really, really highs and lows, and then you can end up going back in a relationship you didn't even want. There's so many, so many things that add up in that. It's a very interesting dynamic, to be fair. Uh, but honestly, just get stuck in, and you'll learn as you go. It's one of the things where just don't be afraid. Ego will hold you back massively, and don't let it. And yeah. start start slow, start steady just by chatting a couple of nights out. Always just work on actually having conversations with people and then see where it goes. Like on a night out, if you can chat to a girl, that can lead to a date in six months' time or a, a, a pull in six months' time. Whereas if you go out and all you're looking to do is pull or every time you're messaging somebody, you're looking to pull, it comes across like that. It comes across desperate. It's like whenever I mess, somebody messes me about co- or say somebody messes me a Q&A or say I message somebody to answer a question, I don't immediately be like to them, Oh yeah, do you want to buy my coaching now? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're like, fuck off. Whereas if I just give them we have have a bit of crack back and forth, in six, twelve months they'll go, do you know what? He's actually fucking quite good. I quite like him. And then they'll sign up. It's the same as actual, like I know I'm relating fucking pollen to business, but that's actually the way it is. You need to lube up the conversation, you need to lube up the person before you dig yeah. in. My opinion, nine nine out of ten. Now I am very direct. I'm not really a luber, but there you go. That's me the, just being straight. The yeah. other the other thing I'd say is depend on how you and your ex finished. Be aware of her yeah. as well. Don't don't start trying to bang her friends and bang people that's in your friends group. Or, you know what I mean. That's just not the way to proceed. Because believe it or not, other gears will notice that, and you can quickly add a stigma onto yourself. Um, I don't know how you finished or what way it finished. If it was amicable or what, but just be aware of of her needs too. Um, and don't like don't start chasing her friends or you know what I mean, or people that she knows. Cause it's it it's just not a good it's not a good look for anybody. But yeah, that's about that's about all she wrote. Tony, our our ratings have our reviews have went up massively. We are up really? to one hundred and nineteen. So we got fucking hell fifteen last week. We're still at four point nine, which is heartbreaking. But um, but yeah, cheers. So that's probably. That's probably we influx because you're following, um. But yeah, cheers for rating review and keep sharing it on your on your stories. A couple of good shares this week. Story shares. Yeah. Keep giving stories your story shares. If you, you shared on your story this week, we're going to give away a Ford Raptor, right? No, fuck it's off. a never to be repeated prize. So if you share it in your story this week, Tony will pick someone at random and he will drive to your house and hand you the keys to the Raptor. You just have to drive him back to Newry, but that's the only catch. Share it in your stories. So yeah, tag me and Tony. Let me know if you're looking. Um, keep sending us ideas for stories. Keep sending or for podcasts. Keep sending us questions as well. Hit us up with questions. Um, now that Tony's home, we're going to probably try to get more guests on and do one in person. because uh, it's easier to get it's easier to get uh, guests on when our internets are stable <laughs> because Spain's just not the best for internet. But yeah, keep doing what you're doing, guys, and we'll see you again later in the week.